Hello, nephew community, and welcome to the Hot Topics in Nephrology podcast. I'm Jeff Lockwood with the Nephew Medical Team, and I'm here with Mark Newman, editor and writer specializing in all topics nephrology. Mark keeps us up to date on the latest hot topics in nephrology. Uh, Mark, how are we doing today? We're doing good. Good. So, uh, fresh off the press, and it looks like days here. Mm-hmm. There's a new report from the Center for Disease Control and Prevention about the increasing rate of infections among patients treated in outpatient dialysis centers. Uh, Mark, what were the main points in that latest MMWR report? Right. Thanks, Jeff. So as we know, uh, the risk of infections during the dialysis process, it's an ongoing problem. We've had these for a number of years. Uh, the dialysis procedure itself, as we know, is vulnerable to infection control. Uh, as we have the exchange of blood, we have needles, there's open accesses, et cetera. And there's a, the, the exchange of blood, we have the water treatment system that's prone to, to potential contamination, uh, the machines, of course. So it, it's a big problem, and we've seen that it's not necessarily always, always that the staff don't know about the precautions, and there are some. But what we've seen repeatedly um, that is that these deficiencies have been identified uh, in, in various um, dialysis facility surveys. So every couple of years, sometimes even uh, sooner than that, uh, dialysis facilities are required to go through a survey process. And what's interesting, you know, year after year is that these violations, the first two or three, for top three, tend to be focused on, you know, infection control. And it's some very basic things that have been the problem, including things like washing hands between patients and changing protective wear when moving from one patient to another, you know, properly wiping down equipment and monitoring the water. Um, the, uh, the water treatment system, et cetera. So these are things that, you know, you suspect staff know about it. And many times, of course, um, staff complain that there's not enough time to do these types of things, but they can be, um, they can be a, a major issue in an environment, like we said, where you have a high risk of these things going on. Um, and of course, there's always the situation where there's concern about the patient to staff ratios and it just means that people tend to, you know, cut these corners. And and by the way, this isn't just necessarily nurses and techs, it's nephrologists too, who, you know, have these violations. So you're starting off with kind of a an environment where you have a high risk and you've got a staffing situation where people are looking to cut corners and just so they can get their job done. Yeah, and those items seem pretty logical. Um you know, especially when you're working in an environment like dialysis, they're basic infection prevention stuff, cleaning hands, wiping down equipment. Um, but what did the report say? So this uh, this review, which was part of the Morbidity Mortality Weekly Report, released on February 6th, and this is a report that the CDC does, um, you know, as has been done, doing for some time. It's a report that covers a number of different things. But in this particular case, they focused on um, uh uh, dialysis, outpatient dialysis, and the increase in infection. So what they showed that was that adults on dialysis for ESRD are 100 times more likely to have a, a staphylococcus aureus infection or staph aureus bloodstream infection than those not on dialysis. And that's a, that's a significant um, difference. Uh, likewise, during a recent four-year period, 
The reports show that the Hispanic ethnicity was associated with a 40% higher risk for dialysis-related uh, staph aureus bloodstream infections compared with being white. And, um, you know, that's significant. We're always concerned about disparities in healthcare. And the question, you know, that comes up, of course, is um, uh, are these areas or are these facilities that um, may not have the staffing, may not have the, uh, the knowledge, may not have the experience, the expertise. Um, and there's a particular concern that if you relate that to uh, minority populations like Hispanics, um, is whether they're, it may be in a more dangerous situation. Yeah, those numbers are definitely not something we would want to see. Um, but how large was this study? Yeah, so the CDC team, they used surveillance data from the 2020 National Healthcare Safety Network. And that's a, that's a network that they created themselves, in essence, to gather information about uh, infection, uh, infectious-related issues. So clinics are supposed to report into this network when these things occur. So they looked at the 2017 to 2020 Emerging Infections Program, which is part of their system, to assess bloodstream infections among patients on hemodialysis and linked to population-based data sources. And they also examined association with race, ethnicity, and social determinants of health. So it's not just, as we mentioned earlier about the Hispanic group, they're not just looking at the numbers, but they're looking at, you know, what populations are seeing more of this. Uh, the study group focused on 4,840 dialysis facilities that reported 14,822 bloodstream infections to this uh, safety network, and that was just in 2020. 34.2% uh, of, of these infections were attributed to the staph aureus, as we mentioned earlier. And that is, the, that is a, a significant infection. It's, it's very difficult to treat, um, and, uh, and, but it's the most common you might see in a dialysis facility regarding these infection control issues. Yeah, it's certainly not uh, something we wanna see. I know staph aureus can be very difficult uh, to treat, especially once it starts to become drug resistant. Um, mm -hmm. Now, what does the CDC believe makes the connection of a high-risk infectious disease uh, and vascular access. Right. So, and we've known that um, in many cases, patients are on catheters, um, particularly patients who start dialysis early, uh, who start dialysis in a hospital, for example. Many of these patients end up with a catheter, you know, a temporary catheter, and are um, taken, are uh, dialyzed in center. And so, I mean, the numbers haven't changed much, but the big concern has always been that approximately 80% of patients who start dialysis start with a catheter. And the intent is certainly to get them off that catheter as soon as possible, um, but that doesn't always occur. So data in this particular report show that vascular access via the central venous catheter was strongly associated with staph aureus bloodstream infections. According to the, stu according to the study, staph aureus bloodstream infection rates were notably higher among Hispanic patients, again, versus non-Hispanic white patients, and patients 18 to 49 versus patients 65 years and older. So the correlation could be made that these are younger patients, more than likely these are the folks that are gonna have the catheters because they're starting dialysis you know, early on. And, um, and the question is, are Hispanic patients getting access um, or, or getting pre-dialysis care? In other words, if you end up in the hospital 
needing dialysis. It's more likely that either you didn't get enough pre-dialysis care, you didn't see a nephrologist, or in essence, you decided to just ignore the disease and, and end up needing dialysis right away. And so that's really the question here is there are, these, are there some disadvantaged populations that are not getting dialysis, not getting pre-dialysis care, and therefore not getting access to the idea of, you know, let's place a fish ahead of time or let's place a graph. So they end up with these catheters. Catheters are known to have that high infection rate. So that was the really concern. That was the, that, that's probably the correlation that the report's looking at. Um, likewise, they found that uh, outside of these groups, there were higher rates of staph aureus bloodstream infections were present among people in areas with high poverty levels, household crowding, and those with lower education. So uh, again, it, it, the question is, you know, are these patients getting enough care ahead of time, as we mentioned, and could that potentially reduce the risk that's present when we talk about using catheters? Yeah, so it sounds like there's a number of problems that need to be resolved uh, when we're looking at this topic. Um, is anyone addressing this report or working on efforts to reduce these infections? Yeah, right. There is. There, there's a there's a coalition um, that brings together the American Medical Association and the American Society of Nephrology, uh, as well as the CDC, uh, to make a new continuing medical education module or group of modules um, available for healthcare professionals, and it's aimed at improving infection control in outpatient dialysis centers. Now, here's a quote from Sharon Novostad, who is the CDC, the dialysis safety team, uh, and she leads the Division of, of Healthcare Quality Promotion. Dialysis-associated bloodstream infections are preventable, are not, ine not inevitable. Prevention efforts that, that equally promote lower-risk vascular access types and continued use of infection prevention and control best practices can save lives. Um, and certainly, infections are deadly. You know, there, there's a, it creates a higher risk for a patient population that may already be compromised. Um, many of these patients have other comor comorbid conditions. They have uh, congestive heart failure. They have diabetes. So they're already at risk when they sit down for that dialysis treatment. If they're facing additional risk, based on uh, uh, the concern for infection, then it, it kind of adds to the, adds to the uh, situation and makes it uh, more difficult for patients. So these new modules highlight the importance of infection control and outline steps frontline healthcare professionals to take to help protect their patients, themselves, and their colleagues from, prevent from preventable infection. The four-part video education series is part of the AMA and ASN's work with CDC's National Infection Control Training Collaborative. It's called Project First Line. Now here's a quote from ASN President uh, Michelle Josephson. Every individual in the dialysis facility plays a critical role in infection prevention. Infection remains among the top two leading causes of hospitalization and death in people on dialysis. And we talked about that earlier about the high risk. The dialysis facility design is unique. And demands on staffs are complex. And there are risks of infection transmission with each life-sustaining treatment. When it comes to preventing infection in people on dialysis, moments matter. And, uh, and that's true. I mean, the, the, the effort that needs to be made by staff in a, in a uh, uh, compromised environment, because you have lots of patients there together in close quarters, 
you have a procedure that is susceptible to the potential for infection. And then you have these surveys that show that universal precautions are not being followed well. So you put all those ingredients together, I think, and it's, and then of course you look at the disparities in healthcare and you can, you're concerned that if patients are not getting um, early pre-dialysis care, there's a very strong likelihood that they're going to end up with a catheter. And the catheter, of course, has the highest risk for infection. So you've got a lot of, almost like a, a perfect storm there for, for being susceptible if you're a dialysis patient to these infections. So hopefully some of these modules will help educate staff about the value and the importance of of using uh, protective uh, protective wear, you know, washing their hands and doing those kind of basic elements that can really have an impact. Yeah, it certainly is a complex problem uh, when you're looking at all the variables that go into some of these infections. And I think, you know, some of the good words to end on here and something that really stuck out to me is that moments matter. You know, we know the specialty of nephrology is very busy, but preventing these infections could prevent hospitalizations. They could save lives. And when we're hustling from patient to patient or from procedure to procedure, uh, these moments definitely matter to follow some of these very basic infection prevention precautions to help, you know, prevent these things from happening. Uh, Mark, you know, thank you for joining us uh, discussing this study looking at infections in the dialysis population. Uh, and the identified disparities in dialysis-related infections. Uh, it's always great to get your take on what's happening in the field. Of course, a big thank you to the NEPHEW community for joining us and listening in. I hope you all enjoyed the conversation. Uh, be sure to join us next month so Mark can keep us up to date with the latest hot topics in nephrology. Thank you.